Shalom, Abraham, Abraham, the Messiah, Nazir, Daf, Nuntes. Today's Daf discusses the first Dharma, the Sugi of Lo Yilbash, what men cannot wear of women's clothing and activities, and vice versa, that are specific to their gender. And then we go back to the Sugi of a Suffolk Nazir, but before they get a chance to make their tonight together, one of them dies. Uh, can one bring their, the same Chathos and two months apart? We begin with. Rav telling us that one is allowed to shorten his hair, to thin out his hair, with a razor, and it's not an issue of loyal bash. The Kamara asks, we learned that if someone cuts off his armpit hair or his pubic hairs, that is a chiyuv malkus. So the Kamara answers, no, no, that's a chiyuv malkus when he uses a razor, but one is allowed to use scissors. I Rav said as a lochah beferish, he said with a razor. No, he meant using something like a razor. Use the scissors to cut close to the skin, razor-like. Rav Chibar Abam Rav tells us that if someone cuts off the hair of his armpits or pubic hairs, he does get malchus. And the Gemara asks, "I cutting off one's hair is not an issue there, raisa. It's only midir abanon. Why are we giving him malchus deraisa?" The Gemara says, "No, you're not. We're giving him malchus midir abanon, malchus mardus." There are those that learn that Rav Chibar Abam Rav say. That one gets Malchus for cutting off these hairs because of the Pasuk of Lo Yilbash Geversim Lasisha. And then the Gemara would ask on that, but cutting off hair is not Midaraisa, it's only Midarabanon. The Gemara answers that he's going like the Tanu, it says in the Braisa, that if someone cuts off the armpit or pubic hairs, he is over on Lo Yilbash Geversim Lasisha. He's going Kifi that Tana. Uh, what will the Tana Kama say? What does he learn from Lo Yilbash Gever if not cutting off these hairs? He uses it to teach us, like, like the Bryson says, that a woman is not allowed to, a man's not allowed to wear a woman's clothing or a woman wearing man's clothing. I right, we said the issue is Toyeva, and there's no Toyeva on wearing the other gender's clothing. Nah, the issue is that the man will wear a woman's clothing and then he will sit amongst the woman, or vice versa, the woman will be sitting amongst the men, and that can easily lead to Toyeva. Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov says, How do we know that a woman is not allowed to wear? A weapon out to war from the Pasuk of Loyekli Gever al Isha for Loyilbash Gever Simlas Ish. It's not just an issue of clothing, it's an issue of instruments. Any item which is categorized, connected, and subjectively that genders, the other genders. Next, Rav Nachman tells us that a Nazir would be allowed to cut off the hairs of his armpits and pubic hairs, but we do not pass on like Rav Nachman. The Rabbanon told her of Shimon Bar Abba, I saw that Rabbi Yechonon doesn't have any armpit hairs. Could it be that he was over the Salacha? He said, no. They fell out with, with his old age. There was an individual who was Chayev Malchus by Rabbi Ami. And at some point they saw his armpits didn't have any hairs. And Rabbi Ami said, leave him alone. Don't give him Malchus. Assuming that we're talking about Malchus Mardus, that he had the right to call off the Malchus. The Malchus. And he said, he's a, he's a Chaver. He's one of us. He follows the Halacha by not shaving his arm. Rav asked Rabbi Chiyal, is one allowed to use a scissors to cut the hairs in his armpits? Rabbi Chiyal says, it's usser. So Rav asked again, if you don't cut it off, aren't they going to grow really long? And Rabbi Chiyal, it's an interesting conversation. He says, no, they fall out as they grow longer and it's not necessary to trim it. Next, Rav asked Rabbi Chiyal, is one allowed to rub the hairs to make them fall out? He says, no, that's usr. What about using a beged to rub it? That would be mutter. And some say 
the shaila with the beged was if someone's davening and he touches uh, places where, where one is not allowed to touch, he would have to wash his hands, but he does it through a beged. What would be the halacha there? And over here, Rebbe told him that that would be answer, but we don't pass him like that. In fact, if someone uses a beged, he uses his yarmulke to scratch his hair or something along those lines, that would not be an issue during davening. Now, we have a new Mishnah, back to the sugya of Nazirus. We had two Nazirim, and we know that one of them became Talmud, we don't know which one. So in our last Mishnah, we set up a perfect system of Tanayim, they're going to both keep 60 days and make a Tanayim at the end of each 30 to cover all their bases. But what happens if one of them dies before they get to do their tonight? Serb Yeshua says, find someone in the market who wants to become a Nazir. He'll take on a 60-day Naziris with you. Well, he'll accept 30 days and he'll keep 60 days with you. And you'll start a program. Say that if the guy who is Besafik Tomei, he'll say, if I was the one that became Tomei, then you become a Nazir right now. But if I was Tar, then you only start your Naziris in 30 days. Then you count 30 days. He brings a carbon for being Tomei and a carbon for being Tar. And he makes it tonight. If I was the one that was Tomei, not my friend, then I just brought my carbon Toma, and then the carbon Tahara is for you. But if I was one that was Tar, then I, this carbon Tahara is mine, and the carbon Tomei is just brought Pesafik. Then they count another 30 days. At the end of 60 days, they bring a carbon Tahara, and they say, if I was the one that was Tomei, then this is my carbon tumah. And the carbon tahara is yours. You just finished your 30-day desiris. That carbon tumah that we brought 30 days ago was mine, and now this is also a carbon tahara. But if I was the one that was always tar, then the tar carbon now is mine. The carbon tumah is being brought now besafik, and this will be your carbon tahara for finishing your 30-day desiris clean. Ben Zoyma says, but who's going to accept a Naziris like that? It's not easy to find people who want to accept Naziris. You know, it's not uh, the, the most obviously good thing to do. He has to bring a chatos. He says, rather, what this one guy should do, since he's left Besafek alone, he should bring a chatos ha'oif and a oilas behema. And then he makes a proclamation that if he was the Tomei one, then the chatos he's bringing as his choiva now, the oila is just an adava. But if he was always tar, then the oila is also his chiv. And the chatas is just bringing besafik. Then he counts 30 days and he brings another carbon, tahara. And he says, if I was tamay, then that first oila which I brought, that was an adava. And now this is my chiv. If I was always tar, then that first oila which I brought was a chiv. This here is just an adava. And this is just the rest of my karbanos. If Yeshua says, that would be an issue because it turns out there's a 50-50 chance that he's bringing his two karbanos 30 days apart from each other. But despite Rav Yeshua's issue, the Chachamim Umoidah to Benzoima. The Gemara says, what's wrong with bringing the two karbanos separately? So if Yehudah Mashmal says, in Echanamid, there's nothing wrong. Rabbi Yeshua only made this comment to sharpen the Talmidim. Halachically, a Rebbe is allowed to say things which are wrong to test the Talmidim to see if they're, if they're holding. Rabbi Nachman says, I'm not sure what Rabbi Yeshua would do when he's going to pull in a second Nazir 
there's going to be a long wait from the beginning of the Kabbalah till the end. I don't know how he's going to prevent the Bnei Me'ayim from rotting while the two of them go through their Giluach process. That's a long time to have the meat out. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.